0: This is On The Tee, brought to you by Canteen Vodka Soda, ready to drink, ready to go. Now here's your host, Anita Marks, on 98.7 ESPN.
1: What's up? What's up? Anita Marks with you on this uh, Sunday fun day, as uh, we just had the uh, ESPN update. And it is, it is a, a Sunday fun day with a lot going on, especially for a number of us here in New York with the Rangers uh, playing that, uh, that that game three in Tampa um, to uh, to try to take the series to three and zero. Talked about it yesterday and um, feel that that uh, pretty confident. Curious and uh, again the Anita Mark show uh, will 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 start at nine o'clock this morning. But just kind of want to give you an idea with you until noon. So a lot of Rangers talk today. I really do feel just stealing one of these games in Tampa, whether it's three or four, more than likely. I don't know. Um, is it is it asking too much that they win three in a row against a, a, a Tampa Bay Lightning team that uh, hasn't lost back-to-back games in three years? And, of course, they did here on uh, at the Garden the other night. But nonetheless, um, I really do believe that if the Rangers take one in Tampa um, – I I feel that uh, I feel that the series is going to be won in in uh, in six games. So there's that, and then of course later on tonight, what a great Sunday, right? Three o'clock, the Rangers play, puck drops, and you could listen to that right here on 98.70 ESPN. And then later on tonight, you've got uh, NBA championship game two, and we just heard Steph Curry say how uh, how 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 disappointed that locker room is. Uh, this is a, a Golden State Warriors team. We know they've just been so dominant at home at that Chase Center, and they, they let a 15-point lead um, run away from them because of the fourth-quarter performance by the Boston Celtics. So now this is a must-win game later on tonight. So two really excellent games, uh, one in hockey, one in the NBA. We've got the Mets and the Yankees both in action. The Yankees, by the way, uh, 11.30 a.m. game because it's on Peacock. This is the, this is the day and age we we live in right now, right? You've got Amazon Prime now that's going to have the Thursday night football games. Peacock's involved. Heck, Nickelodeon airs football games as well. Peacock airing uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, Yankees game today. First pitch will be at 11:35, so keep that in mind. And then of course you've got uh, the uh, the Mets that are in action uh, around four o'clock this afternoon, taking on. The Dodgers and of course the Mets did win both the Mets and the Yankees won uh, yesterday so you've got that but this is a golf show so we're going to spend the first hour talking about the memorial uh, taking place in Ohio this is Jack's tournament this is his baby and uh, and he always loves making things difficult yet yet okay we'll call it challenging and fun so uh, so what does the board look like right now Billy Horschel is at the top at 13 under. Pretty amazing day yesterday. Bogey free round, uh 65, so he was 7 under. He gained nearly 6 shots on the field tee to green yesterday. Um, and so 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 now he's uh, chance more than likely he's got a 70 on, on data golf. He's got a 72% chance of winning. So if you're going to, you're going to lay some coin on this, it's, it's minus 200. So for folks that don't gamble, what does that mean? It means that you have to put $200 down in order to win a hundred dollars, uh, that Billy Horschel is going to win. And you're sitting back going, but Anita, it's a 72% chance. Okay. Yeah. You got that kind of coin roll with it. Yeah. I, I mean, if I had that kind of coin, I'd roll with it as well. I'd lay it 72% chance, uh, with, with this type of, uh, lead, um, you know the the closest closest guys behind him is cam Smith and uh and and Aaron Weiss and they are um they're they are at at minus eight so they're five shots back. However, keep in mind the last two tournaments here on the tour we've seen two dudes come back from seven back but again, like I said, this is Jack's tournament, and he likes to make it tough. Weather conditions have not been brutal in regard to wind, but it's been hot. So what does that mean? It makes, uh, it makes these putting greens fast. Um, and uh, so the putting averages actually have not been stellar. What really has uh, the metrics that you need in order to win on this track is a few things. Number one, uh, proximity from 175 to 200 yards out as well as 100 to 125 yards out. And so you want to look at strokes gained on approach for sure um strong driving is uh is is imperative here. you've got four inch bluegrass rough uh that limits a lot of options, so you want to look for driving accuracy uh, more than anything else Of course, you want all around driving when you want to, you, you love a golfer who's you know long off the tee and, and also as accurate as possible, but driving accuracy. Is really the other metric you want to pay attention to, and uh, and also uh, players who can take advantage of the par fives is key. Um, twenty three of the top twenty five finishers uh, have uh, have gained shots on 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 all of the four par fives on this track. So those are the those are the three metrics. If you want to handicap yourself this morning, which by the way, um, I have so much fun. I probably have more fun handicapping golf more than anything else. Uh, it, it is a very difficult sport to predict because they're individual players obviously we don't know what did they eat last night are they in an argument with their wife or their mother or their brother did they get enough sleep last night and if you play golf you know one day you're just in a zone and you know you're you're hitting the ball pure and then the next day it just it goes it goes in the toilet you don't even understand why so um it is difficult to handicap this but uh, you try to stick with with the metrics and of course, what's great about it is each course, you know, the way that the course is designed, you know what metrics you need in your bag in order to win. So um, so those are the metrics that you want to pay attention to. But again, uh, Billy Horschel, he's uh, he's 13 under, 72% chance uh, with this, this five-shot lead that, uh, that he's going to win, but there's really not a lot of value there if you're having to lay $200 to win 100 so he's he's looking to 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 uh to win his 7th win on tour uh and his 6th individual victory. So keep that in mind. He has had a 50-hole lead on the PGA Tour 5 times in his career, but never a greater margin margin than he does right now it, 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 with this this 5-shot cushion that he's going into today with. Um this this lead is uh, on tour this season, is the second largest in tournament history behind Tiger Woods and John Rahm, who led by six strokes. Of course, Tiger in 2000, Rahm in 2021, but let's not forget what happened to Rahm after uh, his third round, and then he tested positive for COVID, and then uh, and then he had to withdraw from the tournament because of that. Uh, six-time tour winner, ranked 17th in the world, Billy Horschel is. Uh, should feel pretty confident with this lead. However, very interesting here. um, The player who has emerged with the trophy in the last two events came from seven strokes behind. I'll repeat that. The player who has emerged with the trophy in the, in the last two events came from seven strokes behind. Could it happen a third time today? Possibly, possibly we'll see since 1996, 25 of the 30 winners with a five-stroke lead on Saturday has won 83% of the time. 83% of the time. Metrics for Billy Horschel uh, for the first three days. First in strokes gained total. First in strokes gained tee to green. Second in strokes gained around the green. And third off the tee. Like I said, off the tee is, uh, is very crucial and, and really important. Um in this tournament, especially because of uh, the, the, the rough that's out there. Uh, let's listen in. Here's Billy Horschel talking about uh, his round three. Again, bogey free round, seven under 65 yesterday.
2: Yeah, I really saw around the golf. Um, very pleased with the work Fuchs and I have done, um, not only today, but over the last uh, three days. And I think, you know, just going through our process, sticking, you know, making sure we have a, a number, we're trying to land the ball, um, we're talking about the shot. The club selection, the win, um, you know, when we do that, it allows me to, to have a clearer picture and have a uh, little bit more of a higher acceptance level over the golf shot, um, which, I, I mean, my, everyone has told me on my team for years when I, when I have that, I'm able to make better golf, you know, better golf swings on a regular basis. And we haven't—we didn't do that well the, the last two weeks. And, um, you know, Fuchs and I just had a conversation after clone after we missed a cut last week. We were both really um, really ticked off about it. Uh, missing the cut and so we just said we just need to get back to to what we do best and and if we do that then it's giving us the best chance to to succeed on every shot
1: uh next question for billy herschel is what's your mindset for the next round of course heading into today this is what he had to say
2: i just go to the to the understanding i'm leaving the tournament i know i've got you know whatever the shot whatever how many shots i have ahead of the lead is um just going out trying to play a really good round of golf. Uh, I'm not going to be protective. I'm not going to be overly aggressive. I'm going to play the way I have the last three days. Um, we're going to we're going to hit the golf shots that are required, and and if we do that, then I know uh, it's going to give me the best chance to to be victorious uh, come tomorrow. So, I mean, I'm, I've been doing this for 13 years now out here, so I I think I should have a pretty clear understanding of what's uh, what I need to do and, and the feelings and the emotions I'm going to have tomorrow.
1: So Billy Horschel is going to tee off at 125 this afternoon with Aaron Weiss, by the way. Um, Cam Smith, who's also eight under, is going to tee off with Daniel Berger at 115. So those will be your your last twosomes uh, making the turn and, of course, coming in. If someone's going to chase him down, who is it going to be? Where is my money going to lie? I'll tell you when we get back.
2: Felt like about as good as I could shoot with how I drove the ball. So I'm super pleased with it. The course is firming up. It's playing tricky. And, you know, I felt like I hit my irons great, chipped and putted great. The one thing I can clean up is kind of how I drove the ball today.
1: That is Aaron Weiss. Uh, again, Billy Horschel, top of the leaderboard at 13 under. You're listening to On the T here with Anita Marks. John Miscari, head pro at Alpine Country Club, is going to be joining us um, at 830. We'll also hear from Christina Thompson. Don't forget the, uh, the ladies um, are in action. And uh, you've got the U.S. Women's Open happening where uh, Minji Lee has a, a solid lead right now and just put on a total show. Shot the lowest fifty four hole total score in U.S. women history. So uh, we'll hear from Christina in regard to uh, that lady's major at uh, at eight forty five uh, this morning. But if someone's going to chase down Billy Horschel with a five shot lead, where's my money riding? It's on it's on Aaron it's, it's with Aaron Weiss. Now um, he's eight under, so he's got he's five shots back. Data Golf has given him a seven percent chance of winning. Now you're saying, uh, Anita, why are you putting on your, your your money on a guy who's only got a seven percent chance of winning? Well, it's at plus six fifty. So uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a little coin on him, and uh, I'm gonna watch later on this afternoon. I'm gonna root for him and and see if he see if he can do it. I mean, we've seen it the last two tournaments, both tournaments won with two dudes seven shots back. So if it could happen twice, why not? Third time's a charm. Um, now three straight days where he has, um, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Cam Smith, Cam Smith is eight under with a 7% chance. Aaron Weiss is eight under with a 6% chance, even more so. Um, and those odds are 12 to one. So let me rewind here. I am, I am going to fade Cam Smith. Why three straight days where he has been struggling with his irons um, and he hasn't had much luck on this track. Uh, he's got four missed cuts, and he finished 68th and 65th. So I am fading Cam Smith. He's 51st off the tee and 49th on approach, which really this season, that's been what's been so stellar about Cam Smith. If you think Cam Smith is going to win, you can get him at plus six, plus six 650. So where is my money riding? My money is riding on Aaron Weiss. Again, eight under, 6% chance with Dada Goff to win. You could get him at 12 to 1. Big reason why. Second, in strokes gain total as well as approach. And that's another big reason why I like Aaron Weiss. He's fifth tee to green. You can also bet that he's going to finish in the top five at even money. And what's fun out there is because Billy Horschel has such a big lead, again, five shots, you could also play Aaron Weiss to win without Horschel in the mix, and that's five to one. So a lot of my money is is riding on Aaron Weiss today again to win twelve to one. Why not? I'll throw five bucks on it. Sit back, enjoy the tournament, see if he can catch Horschel. Um, also, I think you could get some really good value with him to finish in the top five at even money, and also for him to win minus Horschel. So you take Horschel out of the equation at five to one. Uh, he shot a three under sixty eight yesterday, despite having the worst round of the week on his approach shots. Um, even though, he, again, he still ranks second for the for the three days Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Um, he finished in the top ten here last year. This is a good track. He likes it, and um, and so I I really like Aaron Weiss. Today, to make some noise, I also like him in his matchup against Berger, and you could get that at even money. Probably one of my favorite, if not my favorite, match play uh, in round four. Um, where else am I looking? Why not Patrick Cantlay? I mean, he won it here last year. Granted, you're saying, but he wanted it to it need because John Rahm uh, had to step aside because he tested positive for COVID. Still, um now now Cantley is six under so he's seven shots back. Again, I will remind you that we've seen it we've seen it the last two weeks. Dude's coming back from seven shots back. He's ninth uh strokes gain total. He's sixth in putting. Um the one thing that I'm uh, I'm he's he's 15th off the tee. The one thing I'm worried about it, he's ranked 46 in approach. And that is one of the most important important metrics here and guys that are at the top of the leaderboard is approach. Can he turn uh, can he can he turn that around today? Uh, that's really going to be the, the the big question mark. Can he improve his iron plate today? Um, possibly. I mean, he's Eric Cantley, He's one of the best in the world, right? Uh, and he loves this track. Um, you can. So if you want to give it a shot, um, and see if Cantley could come back from seven strokes back, twenty five to one today. Um, also, here's what I do like and how I'm going to play Cantlay today to finish in the top five at plus 180. And also, if you want to play him to be a winner without Billy Horschel, you can get him at six to one. And I'll throw some money on that because I do believe that Aaron Wise at five to one, Cantlay at six to one, subtracting Billy Horschel from the equation, I think uh, I think there's some good value there as well. Some other guys that I'm going to be Putting some money down on to finish in the top five, top ten um kneesmith. Right? Uh he's five under, he's tied for twelfth. He has a fourteen percent chance to finish in the top ten. And uh, you could get that at plus two forty. He's gained shots on approach each day, and uh each each round he's improved. Um he's fifth in the field in strokes gained on approach. And um like I said, he he's uh he's tied for twelfth heading into today. And just one shot outside of the top 10. So, uh, again, Neesmith to finish in the top 10. He's got a 14% chance, and that's at plus 240. Some other guys that I'm keeping an eye on is Luke List. He's tied for 7th. He's 3rd on approach, 11th tee to green. You could get him to finish in the top 5 at 4-1. to one. You can get him to finish in the top 10 at plus 130. And David Riley as well, tied for 7th. He's 10th on approach. He's 7th total. For him to finish in the top five is three to one. For him to finish in the top 10 is even money. So uh, that's where a lot of my money uh, will be flowing today, heading into the final round of the memorial. And this is Inside the Numbers, by the way, brought to you by Tiza. Uh, stay focused and feel energetic with Tiza nutrient pouches placed between your cheek and your gum. No tobacco, no nicotine, no calories. Seven fantastic flavors. My favorite is uh, is Tropical and uh maybe you don't feel comfortable putting it between your cheek and your uh your gum you can use it as a tea bag and and you know you i, I know a lot of folks head out to the uh the golf course you've got your uh your own container your own bottle of water you could just throw it in there works just the same i like putting it in 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 between my gum and and my cheek just because it's it's 10 minutes and it's immediate like like i just i i feel i i just feel myself getting into that zone immediately I use the ones more so for energy and focus, but there's also uh teaser pouches that you can use. Maybe you've got a hard time sleeping at night. You know, it's uh, they have teaser pouches both for energy and focus as well as relaxation and helping you sleep at night. You can get 25% off. What you do is go to teasaenergy.com and use my code Anita25, A-N-I-T-A-25 for 25% off your first order. Again, this is inside the numbers brought to you by Teza. All right, quick break. We come back. John Mascari is going to join us. We'll get his picks and his plays for Memorial, who he thinks is going to win. I would imagine he thinks Horschel with that, that five shot lead. But again, you know, you take Horschel out of the equation. Could be fun to put some money on Cam Smith, Aaron Weiss, Berger, maybe Cantley. We'll see where, uh, where John's money is going to be riding. And also, we need to dive into what's going on with the LIV Golf Invitational that's taking place in London. Um, there are 13 PGA Tour members now that have listed uh, in the field for that Saudi Tour tournament that's taking place next week. The biggest name is DJ, but also, um, big announcement yesterday. Kevin Nall announced yesterday that he has resigned from the PGA Tour. He has resigned. What does this mean? We will dive into all this and explain uh, the the drama uh, that ensued uh, and what's happening with the PGA Tour next here on 98.7 ESPN.
2: Yeah, um, you never know what this course is going to throw at you. Um, Anything can really happen around here. I think the course setup was great today. Hopefully we get another day like that um, where there is some opportunities for birdies. yeah, I, I mean, this, this place is unreal. You really never know what. It seems like you can have a birdie on every hole and you can make a double or triple quite quickly as well. So you just need to hang in there and hit it a lot better.
1: That's uh, Cam Smith. Like I said, just uh, been totally off as of late. Fifty one uh, Ranked 51st off the tee, 49th on approach. Uh, not the season that we have typically seen from him this year. So I'm fading Cam Smith. Uh, by the way, On the Tee, with Anita Marks, that was me, um, or is me, presented by PGA Tour Superstore. It's golf's biggest season at your New York and New Jersey PGA Tour, PGA Tour Superstore. What is wrong with me this morning? Uh, the home of golf pros and beginners with the largest selection in golf clubs, men's and women's apparel, and of course more. Today's On the Tee weather report brought to you by Miomi Wine. Whether you're tuning in to watch the pros or celebrating your own game, tee up a glass of Miomi, the official wine of the PGA Tour. Visit miomi.com today. Make sure you enjoy responsibly. Miomi Wines, uh, Acampo, California. And so weather conditions today in Dublin, Ohio, um, weather conditions right now as they tee off is uh, around 60. High will get to 79, 80 today. Winds, winds right now around five miles per hour. Highest that they'll get is eight miles per hour around two o'clock today. So weather conditions are going to be absolutely gorgeous, especially um, as uh, the, uh, the the golfers who we anticipate to win and that one Billy Horschel at the top of the leaderboard at 13 under, uh, potentially uh, they're, they're going to have some beautiful weather conditions, that's for sure. Without further ado, John Mascari, head pro at Alpine Country Club joins me now. Uh, John, I, I want to do a deep dive into what's going on with the tour and, of course, the Saudi league. But before we do, let's get your pick for the memorial. We've seen it the last two weeks, guys that have come back from seven back. Could it happen again this week with Billy Horschel with such a great lead?
0: Yeah, good morning, Anita. Another Sunday, and here we are with another big lead. And uh, what we think might be a coronation, but we'll see. Um, It's been pretty impressive to watch Billy Horschel this week. Um, He's a machine. I know you mentioned a little bit about how he's ranking so high in all the metrics, and the fact that he's driving it great at a course like Muirfield, I really think, uh, helps him out and makes the game a lot easier for him. So um, I'm, I'm kind of thinking that he's going to continue this, but uh, as you mentioned before, I don't know if there's so much value in putting money on him to win, so maybe sprinkle in a little bit some stuff underneath that uh, with some guys on the tour that are a few shots back, let's say.
1: Yeah, so I said, you know, you've got Cam Smith, who's uh, five shots back. But like I said, you know, 49th on approach. He's struggling there. This is not a course, a track that, that suits him. He has four missed cuts. His best finish was a 65. He finished as a 68 before. I'm putting money on Aaron Weiss. Why not? He's five shots back as well. 12-1 to 1 to win. You can also play him without Billy Horschel in the field to win at 5-1. to 1. And I'm also going to put some money on Patrick Cantlay. Uh, ninth total, sixth putting, 15th off the tee. He's 46 on approach. If he can get his irons uh, playing better today, who knows? He's seven shots back. You can get him at twenty five to one to win. Also for him to finish in the top five at plus one eighty and for him to win without Billy Horschel in the equation is six to one. So that, that's where my money's riding today.
0: Yeah, I love the I love the without the Billy Horschel bet. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But um I love I love Candler. You know, he's won twice here and going out twenty five to one. Seven shots back seems to be the magic number. So why not throw a, a few shekels on that? And I think Daniel Berger's is playing just as well. Uh, he had a great round yesterday. If you had a chance to watch, he was playing fantastic. But this, this is going to be um, – I think this is going to be something for Billy to really to knock off. He's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. He wants to be thought of as an elite golfer, and he wants to be in the conversation for the President's Cup team and the Ryder Cup team. And Listen, although he's won seven times, I feel like he doesn't get the credit, and this is a huge win if he can finish this off at Muirfield. And for him, for his brand – but, you know, the weather's going to be perfect. You know it's going to be firm and fast today. Um, as you heard in the sound clip, you can make some high numbers from bad places at Mirafield. You could shoot 65 or you could shoot 75 if you get on the wrong side of some of the holes. And I think it's going to be interesting to see what the, what the course is set up like today. I don't think Jack wants a coronation round today. I think he might put some pin positions in a little tougher spots and want viewers to t- tune in and see a good finish, but... I don't think it matters to Billy. I think he's playing so well that, um, that he'll finish this off.
1: Again, it's
0: really I, easy to, to play great golf in the fairway, and he's driving it fantastic. Uh,
1: again, John Mascari joining us here at 98.7 ESPN. I want to spend a, a, the majority of the time having you on the show uh, talking about what's going on on the tour with the live, the L I V golf invitational event. It's their first one. It's next week in London. You've got 13 PGA tour members now that have listed for the field, even though a number I'm, I'm told almost 50 uh, submitted a request to the PGA tour to allow them to play on this Saudi tour. And they were all denied. And they were also told that if they did defect and play on that tour, that there would, there would be penalty uh, possibly, um, a lifetime ban and not allowed to play on the PGA Tour again. DJ is the biggest name. What a surprise this week! And came out and said, "I'm playing in this in this in this tournament uh, in in London next week." Uh, and then yesterday, Kevin not announced that he has resigned from the PGA Tour. And I, I just want to read his statement that he put up on social media for our listeners. For 19 years, I've played on the PGA Tour, and I've loved every minute of it. I appreciate the platform the tour has provided for me to play, and I love for the opportunities that have come with it. Recent developments in the professional golf world have given me a chance to reconsider my options. I would like the freedom to play where I want, and exercising my right as a free agent gives me that opportunity. However, to remain a PGA Tour player, I must give up my right to make these choices about my career." If I exercise my right to choose where and when I play golf, then I cannot remain a PGA Tour player without facing disciplinary proceedings and legal action from the PGA Tour. I'm sad to share that I have chosen to resign from the PGA Tour. This has not been an easy decision and not one that I take lightly. I hope the current policies change and I'll be able to play on the PGA Tour again. John, your thoughts.
0: Um, I think a very strategic move by Kevin Knopf. I think he's getting ahead of what I think is coming down the pike with the Live Tour and the PGA Tour and, and frankly, the majors. Um, From all I'm hearing, the four governing bodies of the major tournaments are thinking of essentially suspending or, or not allowing players that are suspended from the PGA Tour to participate in the majors. Wow. And by by not resigning, he's essentially possibly finding a loophole saying, well, you know what, I'm not on the PGA Tour. So maybe I can still compete in the majors because if I can get enough official world golf rankings to qualify, whether that's playing on the Asian Tour, whether it's playing in X amount of events here or there to still get exemption into the majors. I've essentially circumvented the the decision by the USGA and whomever it may be that suspended tour players cannot play in the majors. Um, I think it's going to be a real interesting next few months, especially as we get into the US Open time. This well, if, live golf tour. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: No, just if, if you can kind of explain to our listeners the difference between the PGA Tour and the four majors. And why? Yeah, so and yeah, yeah. It, it just do a deeper dive into that to explain that's that sure. so relationship. You've got your
0: four majors are uh, the U.S. Open, the Open Championship, which is run by the Royal Ancient, the PGA Championship, run by the PGA of America, and of course the Masters, which is run at Augusta National. These are events that are not essentially PGA Tour events. Your weekly events, like we're seeing now, the Memorial and the RBC coming up next weekend. These are your PGA Tour events. Uh, You have to qualify to be on the tour and get your tour card to participate in these events. However, the majors, you have exemptions. If you've won, you have exemptions uh, in the U S open by through qualifying and same thing for the, the the open championship. So these are your big ones. These are your four big tournaments. These are the ones that everyone has their eye towards. They have the biggest purses. It's, they are the premier events in golf and by not allowing the game's top PGA Tour players to participate in these four majors, you're really putting a stranglehold on this, this new live golf tour. So the decision's going to have to be made. And I know that uh, Augusta National Chairman Fred Ridley and, and the CEO of the PGA, Seth Waugh, played golf together in the pro am at the memorial on Wednesday. And uh, USGA was there also to talk to the PGA Tour uh, Players Council. So there's a lot of backdoor discussions going on right now with what are we going to do with these players who are going to leave the PGA Tour and go and play on this Live Tour with regards to allowing them to play in the majors. I think if they shut the door on them playing, then the, the Live Tour is going to fizzle out.
1: Um. And, and there's some big names besides, you know, DJ Taylor Gooch, um, of course, Kevin Na, who we're talking about right now, McDowell. Um, you know, it's uh, yeah, big names. Louis, Louis, Louis's going to play D, in it. Take
0: out DJ, and it's a really weak field. Let's be honest. If you if you look at the field that's playing in London, if you take DJ out of the equation, it, it's a worse field than any field you're going to have on the PGA Tour. However, there's a lot of money. <laughs> so when you have guaranteed payouts and you have a bad field and you see players that can, are barely you know, scratching two nickels together to make the cut, and they're, they're coming home with $2 million or $4 million, some of the better players are going to be like, whoa, this guy, I'm beating him by five, six shots regularly every week, and he's cashing checks for $2 million? What happens when I go over there, and I'm cashing checks for ten million because I'm a much better player? So that's where the interesting dynamics going to be is if enough of the good players see the quote unquote poor players on the tour playing and getting paid well. Hey, let me uh, let me give that a shot maybe. And listen, playing pro golf is about winning majors and cashing checks. That's it. And and the public might not think that, but these guys are just looking to make as much money as possible. And this might be an opportunity for, you know, guys who don't to make some really serious cash.
1: Again, John Mascari joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. What kind of money are we talking about? Uh, Typically, uh, and and again, for folks, I'm I'm assuming listening to the show right now, maybe, you know, you you don't follow the tour uh, too too much. Um, Usually, you know, guys, golfers have to pay for their own travel. Uh, they have to pay for the travel for their caddy. And then, you know, they, they make money based on how they finish. So they don't make the cut. You know, obviously they're not making as much money as if they finish in the top 10, top five, what have you. This live tour, they're paying the guys to come play for them. So even if they don't make the cut, they're still walking away with a considerably a lot more money than what they would make if they finished in the top five or top 10. I mean, that's the type of money that we're talking about here. I don't even, there. there's no reports out yet, John in regard to what they're paying DJ, I, I can't even, I, I, wouldn't mil, I wouldn't be surprised if they're paying him five million. I wouldn't be surprised if they're paying him five million. And I'm just throwing this number out there. You tell me if you think I'm crazy. I would not be surprised if they're paying him five million dollars per tournament just to play in the tournament.
0: Yeah. I mean, listen. he came out three months ago and said, he's fully committed to the PGA tour. And now it's whoops, I'm playing in London. So there's definitely a check in his bank account. Um, and this is the, this is the scary part about it is, 20 million dollars to the backers of this tournament is nothing like it's it's really chump change they can throw money at this live tour for five years and lose money and continue to lose money until at one point they start to get the best players playing on it and again i think it comes down to the majors i think if, if you lose the majors meaning if these guys on the Live tour can still compete in the majors. and think it smells trouble for the PGA tour. They cannot compete with the money that's on the Live tour period. And the story, I don't care how many sponsors you have. I don't care how much FedEx gives or how much the playoffs you change the formats. The USGA could really have an opportunity to squash this right now and say that players in the U S open cannot be suspended tour players. And then the PGA tour will suspend anyone who plays on the LP on the Live tour and that, that might be the end of thinking about the world's top players. But I, money is not an object. It's going to keep on throwing money at people, until, And as we know, everyone has a place.
1: What, what, do they have a TV deal? Or, are we going to have to watch this, you know, online? Do you know? Do they have a TV deal with anyone?
0: Yeah, I don't, I think they're going to stream it on, on YouTube TV or something I don't think they have a TV deal yet. Uh, I do know they're working on some stuff right now. Um, if you've seen anything online, there, there's a lot of deals going around. If you want to go and watch, um, they're, they're essentially giving away free tickets to whomever wants. I don't think that's really moving the needle so much. Um, but again, I don't. The first event is going to be, from a viewership perspective, I think a bust. But it's only going to be a matter of time, I guess, until I start enticing more and more players and the money just
1: continues to grow. Um, it, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens, that's for sure. Uh, John, thank you so much uh, for, uh, for having this discussion and enlightening a lot of our, our listeners about this. Um, it's it's going to get bananas. There's no, there's, there's no denying that. Uh, the next two weeks, um, this, this next tournament that's, that's being played is the warm-up tournament, of course, to uh, the U.S. Open. Any thoughts right now? I know we're two weeks away, but any thoughts in regards to the U.S. Open, who you're eyeing right now that you might put some some coin on to win the U.S. Open based yeah. on what we've seen the last few weeks? I haven't
0: really done that much of a deep dive yet. I mean, uh, you know, knowing the golf course, though, Brookline is a traditional, old-type golf course, very small greens, um, very thick, rough, as, as we know, for U.S. Opens. But um, not, a, not a lot of... There's going to be not much of a step cut from the, the, the rough to the fairway. And with small greens and heavy rough around them, I'm just looking for players who are going to get a lot of greens and regulation, going to be in playoff off the tee. So driving accuracy, greens and regulation, stuff like that's going to be some of the metrics I look at. But I think I'm going to take this week to really start to peel back some of the layers of the onion coming into the U.S. Open. A lot going on, obviously, on the, on the tour in the golf world right now, but getting excited for uh, the Open, which is um, one of my favorites of the year.
1: Fantastic. Great stuff as always, John. A beautiful day. I'm sure Alpine is playing great. And uh, and enjoy your Sunday afternoon, my friend.
2: Thank you very much. Let's go Rangers. I'm very aware of everything I do on the golf course. Um, Yeah, I just think it's... uh, Like I said, I just think it goes back to understanding what's a good golf shot. Understanding where you need to miss it to on this golf course to have a chance to get up and down. Um, yeah, I've put myself probably in a couple bad spots over the last two days, but um, I've been fortunate enough that um, I've hit really good shots and, and, and made a putt. So um, I'm very aware of everything I've done on the golf course and and um, I just feel very comfortable right now and and what we're doing on the golf course. I'm not really worried about score, not really worried about the result of the golf shot. Uh, I'm just really worried about process that Fuchs and i are trying to do and if we do that very well then i think uh like as i said and i'm sounding like a broken record it just allows me to to make better swings and it's been producing really good results
1: that is billy horschel 44 holes without a bogey can you imagine i get i i get excited when i go on a little birdie run for three holes man I, <laughs> i'm out there doing a dance on the fairway 44 holes without a bogey unbelievable billy horschel why um, he's got, uh, this, uh, this seven shot lead, um, I'm sorry, five shot lead on the field heading into Sunday. Without further ado, Christina Thompson joins us now, CEO, owner of golf for her extraordinaire. I always say, if you want to play golf, well, you need to look great on the golf course and you can do that with golf for her. Good morning, Christina. How are you?
3: Good morning, Anita. Happy Sunday.
1: Happy Sunday. Funday. Um, you at the Lake house, you guys playing golf today?
3: Uh no, actually um, I'm home and uh playing some golf today. It, this is a, this is a weekend of golf. So.
1: Fantastic. I'm I'm beautiful weather. At, at some point I'm going to stop texting you to play golf with me because <laughs> you always decline.
3: It's busy. It's golf season, you know, when you're in the golf industry like you're the busiest during golf season. So it's kind of things you just the golf is tricky, but yes, I'm committed. I promise you, I, I promise we'll play. We'll, well,
1: play <laughs> well, I've been, I've been getting out there. Um, of course, uh, all the, all the Kemper courses, I've been playing a lot. Galloping Hill um, is just, yeah. I've, I've got to get you out there. I, I mean, it really, you know, I always love Galloping I love Hill. It. I talk, I talk about it all the time. The course is just for a public course uh, and for their rates. The it, it re- to, to me, it's, it's, it's one of the best deals in town Um, Rock Springs is amazing. By the way, Rock Springs, I need to send this to you folks out there. Rock Spring in West Orange, they have a match play tournament that's starting this month in June going through August that I'm going to be participating in. So, Christina, I need to text that to you. I'll do that um, as soon as we go to break. And then uh, and then, of course, (laughs) I've been out to Skyway. Um, I've been, so I've been playing all those courses. And of course I saw Christine at Rivervale country club, uh, this, uh, uh, this past week and river Rivervale's looks, looks beautiful and, and is playing really well. So uh, a number of Rivervale's courses, one out. Of my I know, yeah. I know one of these, it's one of these favorite. days you'll, one of these days you'll say yes to me and, uh, and, and, and we will, and we will head out, but nonetheless, really quick, before we start talking about the ladies, I just played Billy Horschel cause I know you're a big Horschel fan um, he's got a five shot lead coming into today. We've seen what ha- what has happened the last two weeks with guys coming back from seven shots back, giving anybody a chance, or you think this is this is Horschels in the bag?
3: Uh, you know, I want I you know, I like Billy Ho. I always like mm-hmm. to throw money on him. I, I I know he's a he's a great player, but with Cam Smith like breathing down his neck, I just I have to go with Cam Smith today. I you know, I think he's probably the better player right now. So Go go, Billy Ho! But I I think I'm I would lay like coin on on Cam Smith.
1: Yeah, that's what All I'm right. doing. Though, I, I, you bogey. know, I don't. Yeah. I don't know if he's the better player right now because, I mean, again, can you imagine, Christina, 44 holes without a bogey? Like I don't even like, I don't I wouldn't even <laughs> I, know what that what that would feel like. But nonetheless, oh, yeah. um, but I'm I'm with you. I, I think there's more oh, value right now. There's more value in Aaron Weiss, for sure. Uh, but without further ado, the ladies are in a major, and, it's, uh, and and it's been an exciting one. Lee, at the top of the leaderboard, uh, break it down for us. What, what, what has happened the last three days?
3: Yeah, you know, it's It's a major week on the LPGA Tour. I, I just love the U.S. Open. I think it's, just, it's like the coveted trophy, right? It's, like, it's the trophy they all want. The and
1: ladies, the most money.
3: I mean, <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it's incredible. I mean, the purse is $10 million. I mean, wow. there's point, a $1.8 million paycheck on the, on Sunday being awarded to someone. So there's a lot on the line. Uh, the But before I say anything, just a quick shout-out to the course um, right now because thanks to a group of 32 female superintendents, they traveled across the country to assist the regular crew at Pine Needles. So, I mean, this is a big story, I think, that has kind of gotten buried a little bit. But um, the, the course is in immaculate condition. It is, it's a tough course, expected you know, U.S. Open course. But, yeah, Minji Lee, the 26-year-old from Australia, she shot four under, 67 on Saturday. She took a three-stroke lead over American Minji, um, excuse me, Mina Harrigan, 12-year tour player, looking for her first win. But uh, Minji, her front nine, started off a little quiet. But lit up the back nine. She drained four consecutive birdies. She's now 18 holes away from joining her childhood idol and fellow countrywoman, Kari Webb, as U.S. Open champ at Pine Eels. Now, with all of that, Minji also set the U.S. Women's Open 54 hole scoring record at 13 under 200 in relation to par held by Julie Inkster, who finished 16 under uh, 272 back in 99. So, Inkster did that on a par 72 course while pine needles is a 70 par 71 course, but lots of really cool stories just real quick. Um, some of the players that we are watching Bronte law of England, she surged into solo third at seven under she's three shots back of Mina Harrigay, Lydia co former world. Number one, she catapulted herself up the leaderboard yesterday with five under 68 shot the low rounds. Uh, she's one of seven players tied for fourth at uh, six under. Now, one of those players tied, um, at fourth with lydia co is ingrid lindblad i hope i pronounced that right she's from sweden she's the world number two amateur um she shot an opening round of six under 65 the lowest round by an amateur in the history of the championship um she got to play along her fellow countryman country woman excuse me annika sorenstam who finished 13 over so she obviously didn't make the cut, but. Ingrid, she's currently tied for fourth at six under with her other hometown idol, um, Anna Nordquist. So that's really exciting. World number two, Nellie Korda, four under through 54 holes. Didn't have the rounds that she wanted, but she's tied for four Again, many didn't expect her to have a great showing this week. She's been sidelined since March, recovering from surgery on her left arm for a blood clot. So we're really just happy to see her out there playing well. Fans are you know, deep in the gallery uh, supporting her. And uh, as for Michelle Wee, she teed it up for the last time as a full-time LPGA Tour player, finished five over, missed the cut. But honestly, there's no arguing. Michelle has been such a beacon of light for women's golf. She's stepping away with no regrets. You know, there's probably no other female player, at least in the last few decades, that um, have, have done more for women's golf and shined a, a light on the sport. And she will tee up next year at the Women's Open, uh, U.S. Open, at Pebble Beach, but that will be it. She's got a full plate of projects that she's excited to work on, and we do. We wish her all the best. But right now, with $1.8 million on the line, one of these ladies is going to have a giant payday. So it's going to be a spectacular U.S. Open Sunday. Um, But just looking forward, the tour is coming back next week to Jersey. This week we're going down the shore to the ShopRite LPG Classic at Sea View Golf Club right outside of Atlantic City. Honestly, I don't like picking favorites. This may be, or no, this is my favorite LPGA Tour event. So if you're a golf fan, you live in the Jersey area, please pack your bags, come down the shore with me, and watch some incredible golf. So there you have it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Great job, Christina. Always a great job breaking down uh, the women's tour. And uh, uh, really quick, shout-out to Nelly Korda, by the way. Uh, Her first tournament since uh, the blood clots in her left arm. Um, I know she had a, a, a disappointing... Uh, round 3 but nonetheless great to see her out there of course back on 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 the course so enjoy your day enjoy where are you playing today by the way
3: um you know that's a good question i just kind of show up I don't, I don't know where
1: i'm playing <laughs> i just show up what mark <laughs> mark mark, mark booked the tee time
3: mark Yes. Yeah, mark books the tee times i just put my shoes and you on.
1: just and you just show that's, up and you just and you just kick his butt. Okay, uh, Christina, okay. <laughs> enjoy your Sunday fun day. It looks like it's beautiful out.
3: Sounds good. Thanks, everyone. Have a great Sunday.
1: You got it. All right, uh, let's wrap up this show with a big green bow. I like to call it a green bow because we always like to win some people some money. Uh, my pick's brought to you by Weissman Straight Rye from Kentucky Owl. And uh, and like I said, chances are, and, and Dadagoff is giving uh, Billy Horschel a 72% chance of winning why he's got a five shot lead 13 under uh, if you do want to bet that you're laying $200 to win a hundred you've got that kind of coin okay I'd roll with it but where are you going to find some value I think you're going to find some value in Aaron Weiss he's eight under so he's five shots back he's got a six percent chance of winning he's second tee to green I'm sorry he's second total second on approach and fifth tee to green I'm also going to play him to finish in the top five at even money. And you can also wager him to win minus Billy Horschel in the equation at five to one. I'm also going to put money on Patrick Cantlay. He's six under. um, So he's seven shots back and uh, he's got a 3% chance of winning. And you could get that at 25 to one. This is one of his favorite golf courses. He's won here before he's ninth total six in putting 15th off the tee. He's been struggling on approach where he ranks 46. So if he can get his irons corrected today on Sunday, who knows? Top five at plus 180 for Cantlay. Winner without Horschel is six to one. Some other guys to finish in the top 10, top five. Give me Neesmith to finish in the top 10 at plus 240. Um, He's 11th on approach. Also, List, he's tied for seventh right now. You can get him to finish in the top five at four to one. Top 10 at plus 130. And David Riley. Who's tied for seventh as well? I got him finishing the top five at three to one and top ten at even money. Some of my favorite um, matches is Weiss over Berger at even money, NeSmith over Riley at plus one twenty, and I love Spieth over Lowry at minus one hundred five. Those are the match plays that I'm going to be playing today. My picks, again, brought to you, we- Weissman Straight Rye from Kentucky Owl. Respect the history. Rewrite the future with this traditional rye made with a mash bill of 95% rye. Enjoy responsibly on the golf course or on the 19th hole.
0: On the tee with Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.